Yo, yo, yo. Can you hear me? Well, I hope. I hope you're listening. Because we have exciting news. The Misguided Podcast just released a GoFundMe page to help provide kids with financial literate books. That's right. You heard it. And you can be a part of it, too. To find out more information, visit The Misguided Podcast on Instagram. Find that link and help support. Why the world make me feel misguided? I can't hide it. I'ma shake the globe, change it. Why they don't share this? Who else know this? I smell rodents. I'ma shake the globe till they feel it. Why the world make me feel misguided? I can't hide it. I'ma shake the globe, change it. Why they don't share this? Who else know this? I smell rodents. I'ma shake the globe till they feel it. What's up, everybody? This is the Misguided Podcast. We intend to guide you to a better future. The purpose of this podcast is to do exactly that. We will dive deep into the stories of entrepreneurs and highlight what makes them successful, but also pinpoint mistakes they've made and how to improve them. Our goal is to make you start thinking about building generational wealth through business. I hope you enjoy, and if you do, please rate this podcast and leave a review. And now, let's get started. Right. We're recording. We're recording now. Okay. All right. We are official. All right. All right. Say my name. You know how to say my name, right? <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right. What's up, everybody? This is the Misguided Podcast. We intend to guide you to a better future. My name is Juwan. I'm sitting here with Vanessa Calone. How are you doing? Doing well. How are you? I'm living. I'm living. Um, uh, I just want to thank you for we're, we're We're currently live on TikTok right now. And after the night, she just blew up on TikTok. So um, I just want to thank you. <laughs> It's always a pleasure. Anything for you. <laughs> of course, of course. So um, let's go ahead and, and, and let the audience know who you are. So can you please introduce yourself? So my name is Vanessa Colon, as you just said, and I started a school in San Francisco, which is KFS school. I also have a consulting firm, which is Cologne Family Services. With, and then I developed a yoga program for kids with autism. So my thing is teaching self-regulation, and body awareness through yoga. And it's really for children. Originally it was for children that are completely nonverbal and that I feel like, how do we get them connected with their body and everything else? So that's a bit, that's a huge passion of mine. I also have a podcast, which is parenting with Vanessa Cologne. And then I'm all about the mind body connection. So that's kind of where I am with children. So it's like, how do we get the child more grounded and more in their body and actually focusing and doing things and advocating for themselves on what they need because everybody processes and learns differently. So that's kind of my mission and looking at how everybody's doing things and learning and how can we teach children to actually advocate for themselves and understand how they learn because we're all different. True. Ah, so much to tackle. So many things. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> w- you were one of the first people who interviewed me on your podcast, Parenting with Vanessa. I think I had just, I think I, did I just had, I had a baby on the way, right? I think, or I, I, like something. No, um, you just had a baby. Just had a baby. Okay, I, mean, I didn't yeah, know if I just. Yeah. You, and I don't even, I think you were on Instagram and I just read, I said something and then we just started talking. And then the next thing you know, you're at my school and it was great. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah. Came to the school. I, I dropped some t-shirts off and talk to the kids a little bit. And then uh, we did the podcast after, and that was super cool. That was years ago. I, that was a while ago. This is where I got the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nice, Didn't nice. What, um, what is KFS? Reminder, you know, it actually, it, you did teach the kids a little bit. <laughs> I did, I did. I was part of it. Um, what, uh, what does KFS <laughs> stand for? Let the people know. It, it's Cologne Family Services School. So it's really my other company, but broken down into the initials. Mm-hmm. And it was really important that we have the family in there because I want to make sure that we're building a community and that's, it's not just about education. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So how'd you even get started into yoga in the first place? Like, where did that, where did you, you have like a long background in it or what? No, that's really funny. No, not at all. <laughs> um, what I was... I was doing, I went through my, um, I was doing my clinical psychology program, whatever, and my MFT and looking at 
we like we would get a child and like, oh, in 50 minutes, they have to come up with a behavior plan or not even a behavior plan, but like a clinical plan of goals and what you're supposed to do. And I just was finding that the goals didn't make any sense to me. Like kids know what they're going to do when they walk into an office. Like if you say, how are you going to calm down? They're going to tell you, I take three deep breaths and this is what I do. And I was like, this is not really, they just know how to, they know what to say to get you to think that they know what they're doing, even though it's just automatic for them. And then when I started looking at, I, I, autism is something I've known for, that's, that's all I know really. Yeah. And my, as long as I'm working with kids, autism is like, I think since I was 18. And I was looking at seeing things with kids with yoga and I was looking at these videos and I'm like, wait a minute, these kids are verbal. Um, what about the kids that are nonverbal? Like, mm-hmm. how are we going to, how can we connect with them? And how, I think a lot of people, when they see a child that, is on the lower end of the spectrum that they get nervous, not try to connect. So my thing is like, how do you teach everyone to connect and learn? And so that's kind of been my passion is teaching that body awareness. So that's where it came up. And I just felt like the actual clinical skills that I was seeing wasn't really working for my kids. Yeah. Cause my kids are like super impulsive in two seconds and then they don't know, but it's like really teaching them how to ground themselves through movement. So, I mean, I use one song over the rainbow and that's my mood. Like I'm trying to teach that muscle memory and the body awareness to go. But I think that's really important to understand that everyone learns a little bit differently. And then when you go from there, that makes the most sense. Sorry. Yeah, noise. And the, and, and definitely like the traditional school systems, they really, it's like you're locked in a classroom and you're forced to learn like a specific way. And if you right. don't catch up, then you know, you're considered special or you're, you fall behind and stuff like that. So it's like, it's super hard and, and that's super good that you're doing this. What, what have been some like difficulties in finding new, is it difficult to find new ways to like interact, not interact, but keep the kids engaged? Is it difficult? No, cause I think, so here's the deal. I always tell teachers, like if you're bored, the child's bored. Like it just plain and simple. Like if you're at, if you're finding yourself yeah. like, or in the classroom, like you need to redo it. But I think what it comes down to is following the child's lead and really going into their world and connecting them that way. So if you walk in with an agenda, like that's why I said in the interview, I'm like, don't tell me what this is about. Like, it's fine. We'll just go. Because I think it's important to be able to just go with it versus, okay, well, these are my key points and this is what I'm going to do. But then you miss whatever's going on. Mm. So you're missing that, like, because you're thinking in your head, like, okay, these are the things I want to say. These are the things I want to do and get across versus like actually just connecting and going from there. Yeah. Because when you came in, uh, the interview that I did with you, like, I thought that was actually really emotional and had a lot of great things on that, especially when we were talking about your dad. But I feel like if I would come up with all these questions, I might've missed that. But just kind of going. You're just going off uh, off of feeling, off of emotion. Yeah, you have to go. Like even when I was on the radio show, like my my producer would be like, "What are you gonna talk about, Mom? I don't know. Well, what about this, Mom? I don't know. I'll see what happens. Yeah. The first five yeah. minutes, you can tell I'm nervous because I'm like, yeah. "What am I gonna talk about?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I know what you mean. <laughs> but it, I think it's really being able to follow their lead and being present, and that's what it comes down to. Yeah, let's uh, you 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 briefly touched over it, but radio you were in radio. So let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I did a radio show in LA on KBC and we ended up like ranking number 12 spot in that time slot, which was actually pretty awesome. And we had like, a, it was just, people would call in with questions towards the end. And that's kind of where it was, be. but it was really neat though. Cause you know, Dr. Phil would be like next door t- <laughs> taping yeah. and then I'm just, wow, yeah. back to this and focus. But, um, it was just parents calling in with different questions. And that's kind of why I did these, I'm doing these TikToks because these questions, I feel like you, I can easily help through these videos too, to help different families. What? So this was in LA? Yeah. And um, how, like, how did the chat, like, how did the radio station grow? Was it because you were, you were answering like great questions and just giving, providing great feedback? Like, how did, like, that's super cool. Right. I think, um, I think one of my approaches is that parents will call me like really upset about their kid acting out and not that I'm joking about it, but I have a way of being like, Oh, wow. Like, yeah. you know, he hit three times versus 10. 
Like I'm always trying to spin the positive. And I think that when you try to do the positive on everything else, like yesterday I had a meeting and they're upset about something with a the parent, they're upset about whatever. And then they're like, well, yesterday I didn't hit him all. You're now telling me he didn't hit? Like it's been 30 minutes and I didn't know he didn't hit yesterday. I'm like, I gotta go down and talk to him and congratulate him. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> they're like, but he's been a monster like all morning. And I'm like, yesterday was a good day. And then at the end, when I left, I'm like, are you going to try not to hit today? And he goes, well, I already hit this morning. And I go, "Ah, it's three o'clock. That's fine. Move on. Now that's what the the rest of the day. So I think it's the approach and the outlook of like, you know, a, you're not alone. B like you have to laugh or you're going to cry. It's a lot. And so it's just trying to be present in that moment. That makes sense. That makes sense. And that's um, how it kind of grew. <laughs> oh, I'm getting a little echo. Can you hear me well? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Um, now there's a little alien voice in there. But uh, <laughs> um, so you also, so we got the radio show. We got KFS School, which we'll definitely dive into more. Um, we have the, the yoga, um, but you also wrote a book. And I want to talk about that because, um, you know, being self-published and it is a huge thing and and kind of just like the grind of writing a book um, can be super tiring. So first of all, what made you write a book and go ahead and, and uh, what's the name of the book for everyone? It's called Shut Up and Parent. I love it. <laughs> Straight to the point. <laughs> Shut up and parent. I mean, it- <laughs> It comes down, I think, we're, again, when we talk about the clinical stuff, like I think we're processing too much with kids versus just action and being there and showing them what, um, what you, what you want. Right. And like modeling yeah. the behavior that you're looking for. So that's why the reason that the book is shut up and parent, cause I think we're just talking too much. Um, the book came out just because I felt like, you know, this is my approach and like, I sometimes have a hard time articulating what I do. And I just feel like that book represents like, okay, these are my approaches. This is what I'm doing. And so with that, I was able to to just put it all together. Cause sometimes people are like, well, give me the three minute, you know, or 30 second elevator pitch. And I'm going, I don't even know where to start. Cause I do so many different things. Mm-hmm. So when you do so many different things, it's like, where do you go? So the book really represents my approaches, how, you know, about talking about like, what, what does it mean to not say sorry, but what, how we teach empathy, how are we repairing relationships? How are you building your relationship with your child? Like, what is that foundation? Uh, if you don't have that foundation, then it just kind of, there's all these cracks, right. And these behaviors keep coming in. So that's kind of where it went. It was just more of a way to like, I think it was for me to make it, um, I come off, how do I say this? Like I come off, I'm always laughing and I'm always trying to have fun. And I don't think I'm taken as serious sometimes because I'm always trying to make jokes of things. Hence hence the the title. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> um, and so hence all that. But so I think that to me was just a way of like feeling good that like, okay, this is my approach. I have something um, on there. Cause I would rather be playing with children and I'd rather just not work with it. Like be with it. No offense. I like adults, but like, <laughs> mm. yeah. Yeah. Children are just so honest and pure. Like it's great. And yeah. They really are. are. For me to like, Especially like <laughs> five years old and up. Oh man, because I, I remember we were talking to you, but uh, uh, with our niece, she's now eleven, and they are just straight up, you know, forward with you. <laughs> right. uh, and I like that. I love yeah. that. Adults don't like that approach. So I like, you know, I either love me or hate me, but I'm very straight to the point. Um, so I, <laughs> so you always know where I stand. So that's, so I, but I think adults are always a little bit more passive aggressive. And like, once I say something, I let it go and I'm done. And I don't think mm-hmm. that that's a lot. A lot of people don't do that. No, so I, for me, kids are a lot easier. Like, yeah. <laughs> to mm-hmm. And to like actually understand their behavior and what that means. Adults, I think for me are harder to like, so I try not to like read anything with the adults because it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. What was, uh, what was the hardest part of writing the book? for you? I think getting it actually published because there's so many steps and I have a hard time following a lot of steps. Uh-huh. So I actually had a friend, really, he like, he stepped in and like helped me a lot, um, but I couldn't figure out the steps. But I think for me, um, it was hard because I'm so matter of fact. And even in the mm-hmm. book, it's small, right? I mean, because there's not a lot of link, there's not a lot of words. Like I'm not going to go into like something from 1950. I'm not going to go into other things. It's very matter of fact. Here's this, here's this issue. 
these are the strategies here. So here's A, B, C, and D, which I think is very clear versus like, you'll get another book and they'll talk about, you know, all these other things, which smear blah, blah, blah in my head. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be very specific and parents don't have time. Like they can, they barely go to the bathroom. So why would you give them a huge book? Yeah. <laughs> so you're a parent, you know what I mean? Oh man, it's been crazy. So <laughs> Speaking of parenting, Zakai is two years old, or he'll turn two, two years old next month. And he is in the stage right. of just terror, like terror. Like, so he loves, um, if he doesn't get his, his way, he's throwing a tantrum. Like, right. if he doesn't get what he wants, uh, if you take something away from him, oh, just crying for another 30 minutes. Um, but yeah, he is like super into everything. He wants to touch everything. He wants to be in everything and he loves outside so that that's one thing that like um like calms him and like he loves being outside right yeah Zakai is a crazy right I mean I mean that's what I'm saying the movement piece right like being Mm -hmm. outside and to feel your feet on the ground and all that kind of stuff that's why I think it's really important for kids and that's also why I have the bikes at the school because they're constantly moving yeah super dope we're gonna talk about all that well you know what's been crazy is like having a kid throughout this time of like where no one socializes like i'm super worried my kid's gonna be like you know super introvert because he hasn't been able to socialize as much as we like you know what i mean um Mm -hmm. and just kind of yeah like we want him to be around other babies other two-year-olds and and stuff like that but it's just been you're not at all around anyone or uh not during the pandemic right now we're working i mean i'll take him to the parking here and there but he honestly doesn't even like try and go play with the kids like he likes to go play with like the rocks <laughs> around the park like <laughs> he's super into nature like he, i'll put him drop him he'll go down the slide a few times and then he'll walk over to the bushes and play in the bushes by himself so um but no right now we're looking at like daycares or preschools yeah I got, I got a new job. Well, I'm a real estate agent now. So I, start, I saw that. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I start uh, in a couple of weeks. So we're looking at like daycares and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, that's awesome. But they're all full because they all have like, um, you know, the max number for COVID and stuff. So it kind of sucks. Well, if you ever want to come in and teach at my school, you can bring your child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. You can come <laughs> two year old. I'm cool with it. <laughs> You, you'll have one two-year-old. I have no problem there. with two-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have no problem with a two-year-old. <laughs> no, he'll, he'll probably love you too. He's, su- he's super energetic. He has he has like my personality. So, but um, yeah, anyways. No, I, back, I, I love two-year-old. Back to uh Back, right, to back on school. track. Yeah, yeah, because because uh, the school is super interesting. I, I kind of want to break down what the school you know, um, has in it. So f- you brought up and you, you're going viral on TikTok f- for sharing everything that your kids are doing in creative ways to keep them engaged. And one of them is the bike. So the bike desk, can you kind of go into detail on that? Right. So a lot of times kids, so I I've been put, I don't, this is where I don't know if people understand, like I'm putting when the body stays alert and I've been putting that in these videos and, and I was thinking about them, do people know what that means exactly? So a lot of times you're going to find kids that are like, like, I was this kid, like laying there, just always mm-hmm. on the, like their head down and just not focused at all. I mean, the bike just activates the body where you're kind of, you're moving and getting rid of any of that extra energy that's in there anyways, but also helps you focus. We also have a stepper desk and we also have a desk that goes side to side, which I'll be posting those videos soon. Um, along with all the haters that are talking about the masks and stuff, but <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> and all the other stuff I'm getting, um, <laughs> which is fine. Everyone is allowed to their own opinion. But for me, it, it's like how, it's like when you go to the gym, right? And how you feel afterwards, mm-hmm. right? You're more centered. You could take in more information. It's the same thing and similar to that sense where the body is moving and they're going versus like falling asleep and not paying attention. Yeah, if and, a child is, it activates the brain, but it's also super healthy. Like the kids aren't just sitting right. at a desk all day. Like they say, like right now you see me, I'm standing. I have a standing desk, like, it, you know, sitting for hours and trying to do all this stuff. is just like, it, it's, it's hurting on your body. You know what I mean? But as for a kid, like kids need right. to get energy out. And so that's a great way. And I'm sure they go home and they're, you know, you're helping the parents out because you're making them tired at school and activating their brain, but also activating their, their body muscles. And so they're, 
you know, going home, right. not needing to to let out and release all this energy. Um, so, yeah. Right. And the other thing I want to point out is like we have multiple ways a child. So it's called flexible seating. Right. So it's like there's multiple ways a child can actually sit and learn. And so that's just one way. So we have like um, chairs that don't have a back, but that, that wobble, um, the wobble chairs, I call them. We also have lap desks, like kids can sit on the floor. They can sit anywhere. So I am not like somebody that's like, Oh, a child has to be at a desk. I mean, we did testing at one kid on the floor and another kid laying down on their stomach. I have two kids, one at a stepper and the other one at the bike desk. I mean, so it depends on whatever their body needs. So again, it's teaching them how are you going to learn? Yeah. Like I'm not stuck on anything. We don't have like these assigned seats or anything like that. And most of the time, like if you walk into my school, you're going to have kids all over the place. I mean, people don't realize like, yeah, those are all the kids at once on the there reading a book. But like, I told them we'll get a book and get on there. I'll make a small video, but normally you're going to see kids like on the floor, <laughs> Yeah, just whatever they want to do. I don't think that a child should, I mean, however that what's good for them, that's what I, I think is important to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, um, let's talk about like, how excited are the kids with you and TikTok when you're like, all right, we're going to make a video guys. Like how excited do they get? <laughs> so it's funny. They all want to do it. They all oh, want to like, I bet. It, it's super cute. Cause they're like, I want to be in the next TikTok one. I want to be this. And they're looking at the numbers. Like I got a new client yesterday and he opened up this Gatorade with this rubber band. I'm like, Oh my gosh, last week. And I'm like, I didn't know about that. No one ever told me about this rubber band and Gatorade. And you just put it on the outside and like it twist it. And that's how you pop it. And someone's like, yeah, if you have Alzheimer's dementia, like that's a great way to do it. And I'm going really, <laughs> um, and I did a video with him and like, he, I'm texting him the numbers and he loves it. And then someone put like, oh, he's a clever boy. And I sent it to him because like, I know that's going to make him feel good. Yeah. Right. So it's like, he's teaching other people. My thing is like, how do you build a child's self-esteem? And that's by them teaching other people and being yeah. part of it. That's why I also Ooh. have different class sizes with different ages. And they're all combined in a way yeah. during yeah. certain times, because the older will teach the younger and vice versa. And we go out in the community and I'm, I, you know, I'm all, we're all looking out for each other. Yeah. So it's not you know just like in- me. That's interesting because I've actually... So a lot of people are doing courses now and selling courses, right, on how to do stuff. And one of the courses I've taken recently, um, he, the guy, he, I actually interviewed him, but he had um, his students that he taught teach. So in his course, you know, he's only in there maybe one or two videos and the rest of it is his students teaching. And I thought that was super intriguing because it's like, I've never seen that. And it's more relatable. Instead of sitting through five hours of one guy teaching, you have the people that learn from you. And it also connects the people a lot quicker. Like there's something about, like you said, kid to kid teaching. There's something about that. Like uh, another kid is more, is going to listen to uh, another kid more than like an adult. You know, that's just like, it's just like, it's super cool. Right. That's if you look at social skills, like how else are they going to learn? Right. I mean, adults yeah. teaching it as a kid teaching it. So, I mean, I have kids. I mean, I did a video because all the kids wanted one kid wanted art. One kid wanted to be the PE teacher. And I'm like, fine, that's that you had a schedule. And I always say this is not my school. It's the kids school because the even the down to the curriculum. They didn't like what we had before. And I mean, mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, fine. You don't like it. You email the people. <laughs> Let them give your feedback. These people work really hard. So I think it's really important that we're teaching like how to communicate and then what else would make sense. Right. Yeah. So like I'm all, I'm constantly picking the kids brains and they're always teaching. I'm like, I feel like I'm just there to sign the check. <laughs> like really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. signing off on what they need and what I think is important. But to me, as long as they like, they have empowerment. Right. So when I signed the, when I went, when I went looking for my school, I brought a kid with me. And, and I said, this is your school. And so I met this realtor and I could like the the guy didn't even acknowledge my child at all. Didn't ask him anything. And I'm all, what do you think? Hey, and he didn't say he's, and he had these great ideas, but like, didn't look at him. I'm like, we're not working together. Cause like, this is his school. Like, he's like, well, you know, we can't be here because so-and-so is going to run out and there's a street right there. Like he's like, well, and this doesn't make sense here. Like th- the kids develop their own school. It's not, you know, I'm listening to what they need. And then I give them, I, I, I work and I fundraise and I, and I probably work another job sometimes and I don't sleep a lot, but they get their needs on what they want. You know, <laughs> what's crazy is you're, you're literally saying at like every, 
you're speaking all facts because when I did go to your school, that is exactly what I experienced. Like you even had like people like, cause we talked about music when I was there, but you even had a couple kids, you know, bring up their music and kind of explain the process of how they went about writing the song. They even sang it in front of me. Um, and a kid never even sang before. And he right. finally, yeah, I remember. So like um, everything you're saying is just like, correct. Like they were really working in tandem and it was super cool to see that. And um, what I loved about it, and I could relate to it, is, uh, is the small class size, right? Because it makes you feel intimate, like a small family. When I went to college, that was one of the, the, the reasons I chose to go to Colorado College was because the class size wasn't 200 people, right? It wasn't uh, right. 200 people, you're being lectured, here's a big screen, here's a professor, you listen, you leave. It was, here's uh, 20 people maximum, 15 people, um and you guys are all in like in a circle and the teacher it's super intimate and it just made the learning environment super acceptable and easy so right um i, re I really love that about your school and also the layout right. is super dope like it's an sf you got like a a nice building it's perfect for the kids it's perfect there's a lot of rooms. I mean, when we were doing with the whole thing with the COVID and the pandemic, I'm like, every kid can have like two kids per room and like the rooms are huge. Yeah, yeah the There's rooms are huge. Like, it's like, it would be a great huge. apartment. Like I'm about to move there. <laughs> well, I mean, you could, I have a bed in my office. Like you can literally like do every, like I have all the food there. So the other thing is too, like kids can come in and out. They get their own food, what they need, the refrigerator, the kitchen. Um, it's just a constant flow going on, which is great. Yeah. Uh, but the small class size, I think, is really important because my kids, if you're looking at academically, they're like way above uh, their age, but the social emotional piece is lower. So like they need that time. And when they get anxious or what happens if I give them a sheet that has too many questions on there and they break down, like we need to be able to support them and yeah. we need to be able to teach them how to be able to get out of that state. Um, and so we do know those rooms of that we can they can have a sensory room where they can go kind of chill out and then come back. Um, or they just want to follow me around and say, Vanessa, nonstop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, it's super cool. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I think that, that mind body and the social emotional piece is a huge piece because academically, like if you're not in a good place, what's the point? Yeah. In my opinion, like it doesn't make sense. Well, because you're not going to learn anyway. It's constantly like, and then if you don't, if you miss something and then you're just tapping onto that whole thing, you talk about like, you know, these gaps in children, if there's a gap in second grade and the gap in first grade, the gap keeps going. And then you don't even know where to start and where to test the child. Mm. So it's really important that like the self-esteem and you're built always constantly building. And yeah. like, look, I have kids that just signed into my, for my school just to say, hi. I mean, those are like, I know. Let's talk about actually uh, take, take a little break and, and let your uh, TikTok audience know. Um, Cause they keep dropping in and out uh, what, what, what you're doing and, and, and shout out the podcast. <laughs> Oh, misguided podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? Yep, yep. <laughs> okay, I got it right. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, I see people uh, dropping in and out. Um, yeah, I mean, they just come in and out. That's how, that's kind of like, but yeah. That's super cool. In and out. <laughs> that's super cool. Um, uh, it's definitely been great to see like your, your um, progression. Like, I mean, you know, because I visited your school a couple of years ago and and just talking like things were, you know, kind of hard at, at the time. Um, and, and it is super hard to run a school like, you know what I mean? Um, and and now to see that you're, you're you're popping on TikTok, you're getting more more engagement, you're getting more followers on Instagram. And it's just kind of like you're growing. Right. Um how has this like affected your business? Has, has it yet, has it affected your business yet? Like, have you seen our parents reaching out to you because they seen your TikTok video and are like, Hey, we want to put our kid in your school now. You know what I mean? That's, that's funny. Um, <laughs> I'm on three now. As of hey, I need a bomb. I need like a bomb drop three. or something. And they're like, we're not, <laughs> they call me they're like, I can't believe I'm here even telling you this. And as we're on the phone, I just saw a submission for an application right now that just went through. Hey! Uh, so I think that, misguided, uh, yeah. that's a misguided person. <laughs> and who knew that we were like doing these TikTok and TikTok, just a random coincidence of just getting doing 
you know, something and not even realizing what I was applying for. And then I'm like, oh crap, I have to do this. And I'm just so thankful for my friend, Crystal, who like, I've just been very, I've been well supported. I feel like when it's come to certain things. So Crystal was the one that interviewed me for CBS, which that came out last week, which I missed. Um, She's helped me a lot in just like sending me videos and kind of how to do it. Cause I'm like, I have no idea what to do. And then at first I'm like, I'm not going to do this. And she's like, just do it. (laughs) You got it. Um, But now we're getting like, but I'm also along with that, you get the haters, right? (laughs) So I'm learning. You'll you'll get that no matter what you'll get. Yeah. You'll get that no matter what. I'm like, yeah, I'm learning that too. (laughs) even friends you're like oh i thought you were my friend hey just <laughs> then other things all you got up. yeah oh yeah that's that's crazy but you you just show them hey like right. you know people are i got parents sitting me up wanting to you know come to the school so i'm doing something right you know what i mean like um and you are you're doing a lot of things right, right. And- um yeah so i mean we've had so i had one this morning i talked to someone last week and then just right now so that would be three people on there i just my my so when they pulled pandemic hit my llc my consulting was all in school so i lost everything mm-hmm. so that was actually really uh, i was like oh my god i'm gonna lose my company because there was like zero income coming in and so i ended up working with like uh, families privately and just to kind of keep things afloat a little bit and then now I have my I have like so many clients going on like the, it's just it's increasing which is great let's talk about that let's like, talk about that you you were working with families privately during COVID like what do you mean what you were like or like what do you mean I mean? so my school the teachers like so what happened was I have the LLC I never really made money like a, a salary on my school it was always like I really wanted a safe place for my kids like my money came from like my other stuff that I did So to me, like having a safe place was more important that kids that have behavioral issues, you know, that they're not going to get kicked out. This is a place that they can learn how to regulate. And then what happened was the LLC went and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like, (laughs) I'm like, I don't even, I don't even like, no. And so I called one of my clients who we were shadowing because we, I was, I provide social coaches in schools. And so I would supervise them. Right. And so then I wasn't at the school as much as I am now, now I'm like full blown at the school every single day I'm teaching, um, which has been great, but, um, I just didn't have that. So I called a client. Cause then when we went into, you know, zoom and doing all that teaching, I didn't have a class. Mm-hmm. I'm directing everything. All the teachers are doing their stuff. And I don't want to like step on my teacher's toes. Like I said, I think it's really important to give space yeah. And let them do their thing, especially as they're figuring this all out. I was there to consult. I was there to help. I, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to overstep on any way because yeah. it was a hard time for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also wanted to respect that. So then what happened was I, one of my clients, I just started working with them. And so we just kind of became a pod together. And so mm-hmm. I was going there every single day mm-hmm. with another family. That's so crazy. I pretty much was like living with another family. <laughs> <laughs> so pre-COVID, let's talk about pre-COVID and then we'll we'll go back to where you are now. But pre-COVID, um, we had met in and um like how was business pre-COVID versus COVID? Like obviously you were scared as shit during COVID, but how how was business for you pre-COVID? Like what was your class size? How was, how were you getting clients? What kind of promoting were you doing? You know, you weren't TikTok famous yet. So. <laughs> well, I'm not, I don't know if I'm TikTok famous now. Yeah, you are. No, you yeah, know what? Thanks. So, but I appreciate that. Um, you know, it was really hard the year before that, actually. So the COVID time has been, um, that was a, a couple months that was scary. And then everything just kind of like went off because all my clients came back. So right now I have all my kids. So I feel like I'm in a family because all of my kids I've had for years. So everyone's yeah. known me. We're like in a small community already. Now, pre-COVID, I had some experiences with people that um, that I that were part of my staff that I just things that were, you know, intake forms weren't coming to me, but I didn't realize we're going to a different email that the person wasn't there anymore. I mean, there was just a lot of things that I gave control over to other people. And that really hurt me when they weren't there. Yeah. Because I did any business. Yeah. Any business. So now I've had to like, I've had, so it's, so last year was like taking the reins of like, okay, what is everything we're doing? And this year was like the whole act piece and going for the accreditation. Yeah. But I 
when I was like, oh, this is because I'm doing my other company. I'm consulting at different schools and doing other stuff. And I have someone here doing other things. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, I'm not sure what is, why am I not getting these intake hall? And so I've had to call, like even developing the website, I've had to teach myself that just to make sure everything's coming in. But it was hard because one year we didn't have any more kids, but there was, you know, there was, you know, questions and people were interested. I just never got the email. Mm. so it just went into a different (laughs) it went away (laughs) um so that was that was difficult and also like the funds that you know I didn't when when we started the school I mean the school started in 48 hours three kids got kicked out they didn't know where to go I'm like well I don't know what to do just come over and we'll figure it out like I'm more of this person I'm always problem solving I'm not one to sit here and like feel sorry for myself I'm always like okay what's the next step what are we going to do how are we going to move forward and um the fu- so funding came from tuition. So like, that's what I'm saying. I didn't make a lot because the funding went from like buying the desks to, you know, the computers, to the curriculum, to the, insu- oh my, the amount of money in insurance. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just everything costs money. Payroll. Yeah. Payroll. <laughs> Everyone's an employee. You know, I, I offer all benefits. I, I take care of everybody. So things do add up. So it's been one, it's, that's been the hardest thing. But I feel like with this, right now where we're at, like we're pretty full, um, mm-hmm. but we have people renting space or zooming in, they're doing other things. So I'm feeling really grateful right now, but where I was a year ago, a year and a half ago, was very scary. Like, I didn't know if I would make it. Like I sold my car. I remember my we car. were talking, we were talking and you were, you were scared. <laughs> That's why I wanted to bring it up and see what, you know, what yeah, pushed I, I you through that. So like, I, so one, one of the board members just gave me one of his cars, like, cause he has five cars. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, <laughs> I'm being honest, like yeah. I'm going to always be honest, but I mean, in the fundraiser and I, I just feel like I, I, uh, I don't know what, so what, I don't know, but I just, you just have to keep going. But I remember my uncle was here. Cause I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And we're at the school and he goes, well, it's really easy, Vanessa. Just have a, he's like, when you close the school, just help the kids find a new place. And I'm like, right there, my heart stopped. And I'm like, where are they going to go? Where are they going to go? Mm, it, my kids yeah. like, they act yeah. out. Nobody wants to deal with the behavior. Like, where are they going to go? And that right there was like that motivation of me of like, no, I'm not doing like this. This has to happen. It like, has I to have work. to figure it out. See, has, I don't have a choice. You, you, like, you, you don't dug have to deep. Get to the point where you're yeah. You got to remember why you're doing it, you know, like, and, and I think that's mm-hmm. what happened. And, and that was that, that reminder, like, no, like the whole reason I started this was to take those kids out of those schools. And now I don't want to put them back because the, the business isn't working. I just have to change my business structure. And, um, right. And, and I think we talk about it a lot on the podcast because a lot of the people listening are entrepreneurs or they want to start a side business. They want, they want to build an LLC, right? But we always talk about there, there needs to be a business structure. And what, what worked for you is you found where there was kind of like a hole where you, um, where it wasn't working, right? You said the forms were going to an email that you no longer had access to or something like that. And just like, right. um, finding those holes and, and correcting them and fixing them. Um, marketing is huge in any business. You realize that now and it's going well for you. Um, and so I think just kind of taking a step back because at the, when, what was that? Two, was that like three years ago? When did we even meet? Like three to four years ago? I want to no, because your, your kid's two. So it was right when your two. kid was born. Oh yeah. So it was like two years ago then. So we met like yeah, two years I mean, ago. I think it was like right. Right. It was definitely before yeah, COVID ago. was even. Yeah, a that was like a hard time for me. Was my I don't what? think my kid was born. I don't think my kid was born. It was no, he was. Yeah, no, he was. Oh, uh, maybe. Right. I will go back. I'll find the actual day. No, <laughs> I remember what you said. The sleep was an issue. Oh yeah, he must have been like six months or so. All right, so we're looking at uh, okay, yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, I do remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think I think you're right, but um, yeah, just like tying it all in, I think it's super important to take a step back and just kind of um, see it from a different angle. Because when um, I did go to the school, you were in everything. You know what I mean? You were like running around, you were doing everything, you were teaching the class. Yeah, you had teachers and stuff, but you were super involved and and sometimes it's important to take that step back as ceo and kind of manage everything and give your duties out you know 
Um, yeah, I, and I'm learning that piece. And so I have a parent. Um, I have a parent now that's actually my assistant at school. I trust her more than anything. Like she has all my car. Like she's she's. I'm not organ. Like I'm not organized. Like I'm just. Wait, like, is it I, is I it the person that I, did I meet you know, this person? Yeah, Hill, Jason's mom. Yep. All right. Cool. The one yeah, that was the seemed, singer. Yeah. 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 Yeah, she she's like literally like my right hand person right now, and I I trust her with everything. She has like, and she's so organized. She's like ridiculously organized. I'm like, how'd you do that? Yeah, how'd you do like, that? Like, even if I'm writing an email, like, well, how'd you do that? Person. I don't understand because I see I see big picture. I don't see like, I just I'm not or I'm just not like with my car. I was like, I want a BMW, and she literally because I don't care about th- like. It's a, I, I care about my kids. Like, that's what I care about. So anything else, unless it's like any, I don't really give a crap, but I'm like, I want to be in W figure out what I'm going to get and just do the rest. And she does it. <laughs> and yeah. it's been good. But, um, cause I only want my kids. That's what I really care about. Mm-hmm. The other stuff can like fall at the wasteland. I don't really care, but I'm trying to be more organized. That's for sure. Yeah. We have a great TikTok. We have a great TikTok comment. So I just want to shout that out. Someone said, making people aware of the different classroom tools available is great. And thank you. See? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that, 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 that's sweet. Absolutely. Though, that, like we did talk about that. And I, I think that's super important in, in learning, um, finding creative ways to learn. Um, you know, like it kind of makes me think of like when, when, uh, do you remember those skateboards where you can like skateboard with your fingers? Yeah. Yeah. I do remember so that. I can't do those, that. <laughs> those were super cool when they came out because they helped a lot of kids kind of focus. Like we'd be at our desk and learning while the teacher's talking, but still like doing something with our hands, right? Like as a kid, you always have to do something with your hands. You have to touch something, right? Which is like the, the stress balls, they come into play, right? I always had a basketball stress ball in my backpack a basketball stress ball. I had the skateboard, like things that could kind of like, you know, it lights up like something in your brain, you know? Um, and well, I, think, I mean, that's, that's where I say that it alerts the body, right? It so that's the, the that's what the, that, that's what it, it, it just wakes up the body. So it's a sensory thing. So like a lot of times you'll put Play-Doh, you'll also have, have different like sensory toys that you could do as fidgets to kind of keep you focus on something else. I'm going to name that as the title of this episode. Alert the body with Vanessa Calone. That doesn't sound weird, right? <laughs> alert the body. <laughs> it's a great title. Alert alert the body. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, no, but cool, cool. Um, so we're going to kind of switch gears a little bit. We, uh, I like to do a, a segment um, called Hella Misguided Segment where I pretty much ask the same question to all entrepreneurs and all business people who come up on here. But um, a lot of the stuff, when starting a business, there's a lot of stuff we wish we knew beforehand, right? And there's a lot of stuff you only learn with experience, no matter how much studying, how much research I can do on starting a business, you never really know what's going to happen until you actually put your foot in that door. So the question I want you to answer is if you were to write a letter to yourself at 20 years old, what would that letter say? It's really hard to know what you don't know. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, really, like, <laughs> It's true. Like I, like I would be sitting with some of the best minds in business. And like, what do you ask? Because you don't yeah. know what you don't know. I didn't go to business school and I, the marketing is the only thing that was on TikTok. I don't market. I don't advertise. It's all word of mouth. So I think for me, the biggest thing is um, what I've had to learn is that I had to trust people to come in. And I think I gave them too much. Right. And so I've had to take back and learn everything myself. And I, and I think for me, not being scared, I I've always get really nervous about something. Cause I'm like, what if I don't, what if I mess this up? I'm really hard on myself. Um, and so what if I mess something up here, or I'm not going to be able to do the website, or I'm not going to be able to do these things. And, and then once like you actually get past that and you start learning it, it's a lot easier and it saves you money. Yeah. You know, like it took me a day to figure out the podcast on Squarespace, but I did a bunch of YouTube videos. My head was going to explode afterwards and Mm -hmm. I wanted to throw my computer, but I was really proud of 
myself. So mm. I called my, and I even called my wet Belinda and I'm like, you're not going to, and she couldn't believe it. But I'm like, the one thing I couldn't do was the logo because it had to be downsized into something else. And for the life of me with the dimensions and the numbers, my dyslexia wasn't <laughs> going to happen, but she was so proud of me. She sent the logo to her boss that within it, within like five minutes, I got it. Cause that was like, it does take a team. And I think being around people that are really supportive mm. is huge. And I don't know if it's like being a female or not, but being around other females that are supportive versus like, not like pretending to be supportive, but then put you down. Yeah. And I, and I think being able to be around like-minded people is not dudes do that too. because you don't, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, what's interesting is that if you, if I look at the men in my life in business, I've had more support with men. Mm. So I'm just talking about, so, so I don't, I'm sure, I mean, everybody does it. Everyone has that, but I've, I've had more support um, when it comes to like that or in, yeah. But I got to tell you that this year I've had, I've made some great friends, women that I just are like very supportive of one another. And I think that's really important. Yeah. And I, you, de I, you definitely need a team. You I'm know, realizing but... through the you do. Go ahead. You, and Go you ahead. need a team that's going to build you up and not, oh yeah, no, I said, you need a team that's going to build you up. And like, you could talk about ideas and not have people put you down or put down every single idea you do. And you're just like, what just happened? Absolutely. So, um, and just trusting yourself. And I think the Absolutely. more that you can trust yourself, the more you're going to actually go. And, and I think people think, well, I'm going to make money doing your career. Like you have to have income coming in different areas because it takes time for your career to come up, do, to go up. Yeah. You, you know, so you, I'm babysitting, you know, even till last year I was babysitting. You cannot rely so, on you. Come babysit no over here. <laughs> we need, we need you. <laughs> I'll just come hang out. And I'll yeah, take you. <laughs> just come, come take care. I will totally, you guys go to dinner and <laughs> you guys go to dinner and then I'll just watch the child and. Yeah, you're gonna be like how are you so calm about that's what i do <laughs> um no but yeah i i think you mentioned a really important part is team right um finding a team and and the ability to realize as ceo that you need to kind of learn all the roles that you're dishing out right because if you're just dishing out without really understanding how the business is working and functioning, then there's a lot more room for mistake. There's um, a lot more room to fail as CEO right. because you're not understanding how your business is working, right? You have your right. someone else doing this for you, but if you're not really comprehending um, the process, then you can't really fix it when there is a problem. And I think that's super right. important to point for any business. This goes to any business. Um, so thank you for sharing that. So 20 yeah. year, 20, 20 year old Vanessa, you would you would tell her, you would tell her to really what's give me, give me like the the headline. Give me the title of the of the the letter. Do it yourself. Do it yourself. Oh, okay. okay. Do it yourself. Do hey, it shut yourself. up. Shut up and do it yourself. Shut up and I just good job. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's funny. All right. It can be sure. funny sometimes. Come on now. <laughs> um, cool, cool. Now nah, I, I you know what? I have right. So for just a little background, I have a lot of learning issues myself. So I grew like I was in special ed when I was younger. So I that's my my own, I get in my own way. Yeah. So to me, it was a lot easier to be like, okay, I'm going to pass this to somebody else and do it. So that's where I feel like, okay, wow, I've accomplished a lot. And when I'm proud of where I've been going. Um, yeah. And mm -hmm. so if someone tells me I can't do it, I just kind of walk away now and not listen. <laughs> that makes sense. We, uh, we didn't even really touch, yeah. touch up on that, but like, where are you from? Where are you usually from? I'm from Southern California. LA, right? So, yeah. No, nice. Orange County. Orange County. Oh, okay. So, well, uh, so yeah, let's just, let's kind of go into your background a little bit since you're talking about your background, but where, um, what made you come to San Francisco and when did you get here? So I had to find a school, uh, that was accredited that didn't take any tests. Cause I cannot, I will have a panic attack if you give me a test. So, uh -huh. um, literally like you'll see, like I will be crying. Um, uh -oh. So I found a school up here, <laughs> the <laughs> Institute of Transpersonal Psychology, which is like Eastern philosophy. But like you walk in and you're literally like on the floor sitting down meditating. And I'm just going, okay, this is where I'm at for the next three years. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a good cool. experience. I mean, they had shamans. I mean, it was just one of those schools that, like, I'm going to pull a car. So you, <laughs> I didn't you've been here ever since? behavioral work because that was, like, I've been here ever since, yeah. What year was that? I've been here, I want to say, I moved up here at 27, 28. Mm. Moved up here with a guy. He came up. We didn't We didn't last, like, a, a year here together. Oh, man. <laughs> He's missing out. He's, he's married to kids. I think he's down he, the street. He could, he could have been with a TikTok star. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, no, but no. Uh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, our, let's let's kind of go into uh, the school, the school structure a little bit. Um, so, like, what are or do you have specific hours for the school? How long are the, the kids in it, school for? So I cut it, it's five hours right now. I cut it an hour just because the park with all the rules and regulations, like it's just, it's really difficult. But we're now that most of the teams vaccinated, the families are vaccinated, we'll be going to the park and we're outside. We do have a park out front that we do and do play games and they run around and do other things. But we're going to go back to six hours in, during the summer, which would be 8.30 to 2.30. Nice. And it's Monday through Friday, correct? I'm just, so everyone listening. Monday through Friday. You know, and yeah. do, you, do you have like any weekend programs or events maybe or something like that? No, I, I like to have a weekend off. <laughs> I try to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, definitely. I feel it. Um, well, that's super cool. That's super cool. Um, cool. Well, we're going to go ahead and start wrapping up the episode. Um, the way we like to, to wrap up the episode is there's a section called guided conclusions where I ask you a, a question. Um, today's question is funny because, you know, you're a super fun person. Your personality is super outgoing. And I kind of want to uh, want to hear. Um, so my question for you is, would you rather write a 10 page paper or give a 10 minute presentation? Presentation. Why? <laughs> you can't go over 10 minutes, Vanessa. It has to be ten. It has to be nine fifty nine. Yeah. Oh, I can get things done like that. No problem. I can get it done in five minutes. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. There you go. That means I actually have the presentation. Like I said, if you were, you could. I can read the room, and I, and I, that's where I feel like my my best work is in person and training. In person, yeah. And yeah. I can help yeah. that way. Because yeah. writing is like, you can take it so many different ways. It's just like texting and communication. Like you don't know what, which way it is. Well, the reason I asked that is because you're, you're super a people person, but you wrote a book and it's good. So like, you know, I just wanted to see like, maybe, maybe you have time to sit with your thoughts was once you say something in front of people, it's hard to take that back. You know what I mean? It's, it's hard to read. The, it's not hard to read the room, but it's hard to like get the words back but in a book you could actually sit down maybe rewrite it read it a couple of times think about it you know no i get really frustrated i already started my second book oh shit for teachers and i'm like it, it's in my head but how fast my head goes to my typing skills is not that great <laughs> <laughs> maybe you need to take a typing class <laughs> no yeah or like i need i need to figure out like last night i was like where's that dictation how do i like just can i just talk it out and then it goes you um, could and you then could. have someone else edit it? Yeah, yeah i think yeah. i'll probably end up doing that yeah so i, I would definitely yeah. i mean that's what that's what scientists do right that's why they always in the movies they always have the recorders when they're doing a, a science project and experiment saying oh we're on take right. <laughs> three of it exploding so pretty much no well I also think writing a book is a skill and it's not like you can write but I think there is a skill like that's why people are ghostwriters they have that piece and that's not writing is not my uh thing <laughs> you nice. barely get English down <laughs> yeah for real for real well I mean that's a good I, I would definitely do a speech I love talking so um we have another TikTok comment oh, sorry we're missing some of them but soon to be a teacher and just stumbled across your page so much great content thank you you gotta you That's gotta David. thank that person yeah, they can't awesome. hear me because i'm not yeah, on it, so. <laughs> no i did i actually looked over and i said thank you <laughs> oh, okay okay for sure um cool well man this is super fun i appreciate appreciate you coming up um do you want to shout out all your instagrams give me a Definitely favor can you put your can you do me a favor put in the comments um your put your uh your uh tiktok account on there because uh -huh. then you can get some followers on there just put on there and then i'm going to keep this i'll keep this open for a little bit 
longer? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm doing it right now. Okay. Um, cool. Well, go ahead. Shout out all your Instagram, all your, all your Instagrams, all your social media, so people can follow you. Oh, me? Oh, yeah. Uh, Parenting of Vanessa Cologne, it, which is K, last name is K A H L O N. There's Yaz Yoga, Y E A S Yoga, along with KFS School. I have so many accounts. <laughs> um, you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, I think it, wait, I think it's, it's freezing. It's freezing. Uh-oh. Vanessa, can you hear me? Can, can you hear yeah. me? I yeah. think we lost, we lost, uh, we lost, um, you're gonna have to repeat some of your, your, uh, chaos. Okay. Yeah. No. So that. it's, uh, it's parenting with Vanessa Cologne. Last name is K A H L O N on Apple podcast. And we also have parenting with Vanessa Cologne, Instagram, Facebook, and we have Yaz Yoga, Y E A S Yoga, along with KFS school. I can't even remember my stuff. KFS I know school. you got so much. <laughs> <laughs> the book shut up a parent. Um, yeah, there you go. Or you can just go to vanessacologne.com. You'll find everything there. <laughs> but you should have said that at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that gets more traffic to your website anyways. <laughs> All right, just put it on my website. We're good. All right, we got to work with you on marketing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm not that great. That's why I wrote the book. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good we appreciate you um all right uh, and 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 i'm sure the audience will, will love this episode but you heard it here this is the misguided podcast we're intending to guide you to a better future my name is Jawan. i'm sitting here with vanessa of kfs school make sure you check her out and like her tiktok thank you Back when I was a young nigga playing in the sand, I had some big dreams, so I made a little plan. You was out partying while I was thinking in advance, trying to get right, hoping that one day I'd be the man. The years went by, I was in my eight. I got rid of all of the niggas that was in my way. I saved nickels and quarters till I could afford a studio to record and get money off the shit I set. Then my dream came true, and the fraud niggas came out. See me balling now, they think we all getting paid now. Talking like Hobson, oh, you're a great pal. Fuck you, stick my balls in your dang mouth. Now every other week you hit me up for money, fronting like you always been down. Ow. But back then when a nigga was living bummy, your ass was nowhere to be found. Wow. Look, my nigga, Marcus. I ain't tryna be one of your fake ass gold nigga homies. That's not, That's not it. what I'm doing. But can I borrow five hundred dollars? I'ma pay your ass back next week. I promise. Please. I can't even make friends, cause all they ever do is ask for my money. They like, let me have this, let me have that, let me have this, and they keep on coming. And let me get a dollar, give me that money. Let me get a dollar, give me that money. Let me get a dollar, give me that money. Let me get a dollar. Out back in 06, made her a love song And she was like, no, bitch Gave me the song back and I was like, oh, shit I'm so stupid, I should've never wrote this She was a dime piece, top of the list A Latin girl, when her skin had a tropical twist She never used to call me, I always had to call her And deep down inside, it was making my heart hurt So her life went on, she didn't even involve me Then last year, I ran into her in the Walgreens She was like, Marcus, how are you? You finally made it, I'm so proud of you So the next day, she called me and asked to kick it For the sake of the old me, that was sad, I did it Come to find out she was never that terrific, especially a week later when she asked me this shit. Hey, um, Marcus, I really, really hate to be a bother, but my rent is due and I'm like broke as fuck, so can you please lend me ten hundred dollars, please? I can't even make friends, cause all they ever do is ask for my money. They like, let me have this, let me have that, let me have this, and they keep on coming. And let me get a dollar, give me that money, let me get a dollar, give me that money, let me get a dollar, give me that money, let me get a dollar, give me that money. Girl thinks she slick, man. Let me tell y'all how she tried to do me. She said she didn't have a vehicle to drive to work in, so she came and asked me for two G's. And although I wasn't that concerned, she said her mom would pay me back soon as she got her tax return. So I committed and did it, thinking she wouldn't forget it. But she forgot it, now my stomach got a nasty burn and I called her and said, Bitch, where my money? You got that? She said, Nah, yeah. See, my mom's mad. She said she isn't gonna pay and you can drop that, cause I got into a fight with her. She's a hothead. I'm like, That's between you two, not me. What the hell does that have to do with my G's? 
said, okay, okay, stop, please. I swear I'll pay it all back, Marcus, in five weeks. <laughs> five weeks, huh? It's been three months and I ain't even heard from her. Changed the damn number, shit. Bitch played me like a dumb motherfucker. I can't even make friends, cause all they ever do is ask for my money. They like, let me have this, let me have that, let me have this, and they keep on coming. Man, let me get a dollar, give me that money. Let me get a dollar, give me that money. Let me get a dollar, give me that money. Let me get a dollar, give me that money. Give me that.